Good afternoon, everybody. We are on episode six of the Hashtag Backstage Confessions podcast, which is just unbelievable. It feels so new still. You're joined by me, Amy, and my beautiful co-host, Rosie. How are you, my lovely? I'm very well, thank you, Amy. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Today we'll be talking about the topic of body image, our own experience with body image issues and how these also affect dancers and others in the sports industry. If this is a topic that may be triggering for you, you may want to skip this episode and join us back next week. Following on from this, we also have another backstage confession. (laughs) So stay tuned for that because I actually witnessed this one. So it still makes me cry with laughter every time (laughs) I tell it. (laughs) Oh my God. Who's it? Can you say who's it from or is it anonymous? Um, She wants to be anonymous. I won't say her name, but it's just someone I used to work for, like my old boss. And we still keep in touch now, but... (laughs) Yeah. She sent it in and she was like, you have to tell this story, but don't say my name. I was like, okay. (laughs) It's always funnier and better if you've actually witnessed the situation, isn't it? Absolutely, I can't wait to hear it. So on to the topic of our week, which is body image. Rosie, why don't you kick us off? Sure. So... There are so many topics that we can talk about that are dance related. And in our previous episodes, we have spoken about a few things. But this week, I wanted to talk about something a little bit more serious, something that affects us all, not only dancers, not only individuals in the fitness and sports industry. So how did we get onto the topic of body image? I don't know about you, Amy, but I've seen a massive increase on my social media, especially on my Instagram feed, of body positivity posts, self-motivating posts, reminders to love yourself, videos showing how lighting and camera angles can make a difference. So I thought it would be really, really beneficial today to speak about body image. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. I think it's such a big topic right now. And I think it's really relevant to going back to studios where we might not feel as comfortable as we did before lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, and that's definitely something that we're going to cover in this podcast, going back into normal life and society after <laughs> lockdown and how we're feeling about our bodies. And I think it's really important for us to also talk about these topics because we have a platform, I'm not saying we have 100 million followers, but we do have a platform. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream, isn't it? Um, yeah. We do, ha- <laughs> we do have a platform and our mantra is to educate, inspire and empower. So it's really important that we talk about these topics to educate others and to inspire others and to be honest. So I think this is a really important topic for us to talk about today. I would like to kind of start off with the definition of body image, just so we're all clear on what body image actually is. Body image is a person's perception of their physical self and their thoughts and feelings, either positive, negative or both. There are four aspects to body image. Number one, the way you see yourself, which is perceptual. Number two, the way you feel about the way you look, and this is affective. Number three, the thoughts and beliefs you feel about your body. This is cognitive. And finally, number four, the things you do in relation to the way that you look. And this is behavioural. And this is from confidentbody.net. So 
obviously, as everyone knows, society is reopening again. We've got our pubs that we can go to. We've got shopping and we've got our dance classes as well, which we're super excited about. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And recently I have been getting a little bit of anxiety about going out into town and I've been invited to the pub, for example, this Saturday and I'm feeling really anxious about my appearance and I seem to keep thinking about my appearance more and more every day. Are, are you finding this as well, Amy, as lockdown restrictions are being lifted? Are you kind of more self-conscious about your body image and the way that you look? Yeah, definitely. I think as well there's a little bit of regret because I had a whole year to kind of work on myself, not just how I look, but maybe my strength and my fitness. And I feel like I haven't really achieved those goals. So it kind of makes me a bit worried to go out and see people that I haven't seen for a year. And I'm worried about what they might think or I'm thinking, oh gosh, I've got to wear summer clothes. So yeah, it's definitely been on my mind more recently now that we are able mm -hmm. to go out and see people. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same. During lockdown, I've been hidden away and working from home. So I haven't thought about my appearance at all. I mean, I've been wearing a tracksuit every single yeah. day. I'm wearing a tracksuit right now. <laughs> um, so I, I haven't been kind of getting dressed up, haven't put any makeup on. I haven't been worried about the way that I've looked at all. But now the restrictions are being lifted. I am worrying more and I'm feeling anxious about what I look like. And obviously it's getting nicer outside it's getting sunnier so I'm kind of having a few meltdowns about my clothes and the way that I look in the clothes will they fit me do I need new outfits yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's difficult isn't it because I feel like quite a lot of people will have an expectation that everyone should have had you know glow up during yeah, lockdown that's I and I just feel yeah, yeah, I feel like that as well. And I feel like there is, there has been and there is a lot of pressure from society to look good at the moment. And it's just making me feel so anxious to kind of go out and meet my friends, which is quite sad, really, isn't it? I know, because before we kind of wouldn't really think about it, would we? We'd just go and you do what you want. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've kind of got this pressure from social media because we've not been going out. Yeah. I've been looking at social media a lot more than I normally would. Yeah. I've been using um, new apps. So, like, I didn't really go on Instagram that much before lockdown. Mm. And then I downloaded TikTok and you see all these videos of people, <laughs> like... I think the kind of takeaway from this is that we need to be kind to ourselves and we need to celebrate those small wins it doesn't matter whether it's a small win a medium win or a big win you said last week that you'd lost half a stone is that right mm, that yeah. is a massive win that's a massive win <laughs> and I th I think the thing is I'm feeling more anxious about people's perceptions of the way that I look rather than the way I feel about my body if that yeah, makes sense I agree with that. yeah yeah that's quite deep actually isn't it <laughs> It is. But this topic is deep because yeah, it does it affect so many of us. I think mm. especially as women, we just, we have this like expectation to look like, um, I don't know, like if you watch a film and there's always going to be, you know, a sexy, hot main character lead. And we're almost 
comparing ourselves to these people all the time and then with Mm. the involvement of social media you know there's a lot of beautiful women out there that have got these lovely platforms and sometimes they're not used in the right way sometimes they're not bigging up the fact that we need to be kind to ourselves sometimes they're just literally flaunting how good they look on the beach in Australia (laughs) in a bikini and do you know what there's nothing wrong with that but I think as females and you know what as as a man as well you need to be the sexy hot lead in your own narrative (laughs) (laughs) yes so you are the main character in your life so that's kind of a persona that I take on sometimes when I'm feeling down about myself I'm like I'm the best I look amazing in the mirror today oh you know I big myself up so much that I you know start to believe that it's true and I think that's what it's all about really (laughs) yeah I do agree with that I think if there's something small that happens for Mm. instance when I go and get my hair done you kind of you get like that rush don't you you're like oh I look really good today oh I really like my hair this way and you kind of feed off of things like that don't you but then it kind of does make me question I'm like do I only feel like this because I've got highlights redone and no split ends anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you know what I mean it shouldn't have to be a physical thing I feel like I should have to have confidence no matter what my actual outside appearance is so it's Mm -hmm. a really hard thing to to balance I think in your life and being comfortable in yourself and like you said bigging yourself up enough to feel confident Mm -hmm. I, I mean as I've said in previous episodes the journey to loving oneself is one of the longest and hardest journeys and to overcome our body issues our body image issues I'm not saying that, you know, I have all of the magical answers, but in my opinion, we must first focus on what's inside and our minds rather than trying to fix, in inverted commas, our bodies. That's my opinion about it. And I I guess keeping on to the topic of summer months, you know, we're in, well, mid-April, aren't we? I had to double, (laughs) had to think Mm. about that then, mid-April. So we're in... Literally bang on. I know, yeah. So, um, yeah, the sun is coming out, it's getting hotter. And I guess during the summer months, for me, definitely, I always kind of, I don't do things because of the way that I look. For example, going out in vest tops, going out in shorts, I get really... I get really anxious about going outside and socialising in vest tops every single year for as long as I can remember. Basically, any top that doesn't have sleeves. And this is because I'm quite muscly. I've got really, really broad shoulders. (laughs) They're like so... (laughs) They are so broad. I mean... They do not look broad. Do you know what? It's... This is what I'm going to kind of get onto. They probably don't look broad to anyone else. But to me, my Mm. perception of myself... I think they look broad. I would love to right. I would love to have really petite, you know, blemish-free arms, but the cookie has not crumbled that way. <laughs> <laughs> the cookie has not crumbled that way and I'm always really anxious to show off my arms. That is the one feature of my body that I wish I could kind of instantly change if I had the chance. I mean, has your mm. has your perception of your body image ever stopped you from doing something you love or ever stopped you from trying something new? 
yeah I mean I actually have kind of the same thing about my arms I remember when Mm. I was a kid I had this phase where I would always wear a cardigan because Mm. I just wanted to cover up my arms like so even in the summer I'd be wearing a cardigan or a long sleeve top or a hoodie just something and Mm. I kind of am like it now like I am wearing a short sleeve t-shirt but it kind of covers that top part and that's where I feel most confident I would never ever wear a strappy t-shirt I don't think I've ever worn a strappy t-shirt outside of my outside of my own home like that like you say like it's something that does give me anxiety but I think it's more of a comfort thing for me like if I've got them a little bit covered up I feel more comfortable it's therefore I'm going to be more confident I'm not going to be constantly thinking oh gosh if someone looking at my armpit right now I just you just get on with it (laughs) so that's how I kind of dealt with that issue I mean that's probably not dealing with it that's just masking it but I mean other things that I've kind of stopped myself from doing would kind of be um a lot of the physical things because I am an overweight Mm. person I tend to not do things I don't like (laughs) it sounds really stupid because I'm a dance teacher and I'm obviously moving in front of people but I don't like to do exercise in front of a lot of people. I get really nervous mm-hmm. about that. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of more been in the last few years than it has been previous. Yeah. I mean, do you remember when we were at uni and we had our technical exam? Yes. And we were told to wear tights and leotards. Yes, I, yes, I absolutely remember that. Um, yeah. yeah, I had... I've never had so much anxiety in my life. I mean... That was... Awful. I mean, most of us wouldn't have worn a le- I mean, uh, certainly for me, I hadn't worn a leotard since to probably about 13. And obviously I'm, I'm at yeah. university, I was like 19. So your body, you go through puberty, your body changes dramatically from a 13-year-old to a 19, 20-year-old. Mm. And the, yeah. the same thing as you, Amy. Thank you so much for sharing what you've just shared with me. And the, the funny, th- not the funny thing, but when going back to the topic of arms um when i do go out in vest tops and things like that none of my friends or anyone that i meet will bat an eyelid like you just said about my shoulders you know i hate my Mm. shoulders and you've just said they don't even look broad (laughs) (laughs) And and that's the thing um no one is going to notice your insecurities unless you unless you comment on it I don't think. But there's always that anxious, niggling feeling in the back of your mind, like everyone is looking at me, everyone thinks blah, 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 everyone thinks X, Y, Z. So, yeah, I completely get you. And I I also think that feeling self-conscious when you're exercising in front of people, even though you are a dance teacher and, yes, you are basically performing and you're teaching in front of a class, Mm. you feeling anxiety about that is still completely valid. You can still be a dance teacher and you can still feel anxious about exercising yeah. in front of people. Yeah. It's it's just an odd thing, isn't it? But I suppose because I do do it, well, I used to pre-lockdown. <laughs> I do it week in, week out. Yeah. Um, it's kind of almost like I, I'm almost battling it, but I'm also... I don't want to say curing, but do you know what I mean? I'm I'm helping myself yeah. because I'm doing it. I'm exposing myself Good to for it. You. Rather than I think if I didn't have my, the job that I did, I'd probably be more anxious. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't ever go to a Zumba class or anything like that. But because I'm exposing myself to it quite a bit, I'm getting that um, feedback. And it's almost like you do things and like you say, no one comments. So then you're like, oh, it's okay. And you just carry on, don't you? Mm-hmm. 
absolutely and i think also at the end of the day no one is perfect no one has the perfect mm. body i mean yeah i you know i can look at someone okay for example i could look at someone in the street and be like oh my gosh they have the most amazing I don't know, legs or something, or, you know, a feature on their body. And that person could absolutely hate that feature, you know? So nobody's perfect. We all have imperfections. It's just about learning to accept them and learning to love them as part of yourself. And that brings me on to our kind of last little discussion. And it's about what, what would you do if we didn't, have to worry about body image or your appearance how would your life be if you never thought about the way that you looked that's quite a scary thing to think about actually Mm. because I think you do then have to like delve back into your childhood don't you like I was saying Mm. I'd always wear a cardigan like how much more would I have done as a child if I didn't wear a cardigan um (laughs) (laughs) sounds really stupid but I would and um I think if I hadn't have had those, I'd definitely have been mm. more confident as a child. I definitely yeah, think yeah. I'd be more confident now. I think I would have probably put more goals in my life towards intellectual things and skill-based goals rather than yeah. trying to lose weight all the time, trying to look a certain way, trying to keep up with yeah. fashionable trends, trying to wear my makeup how everyone else is. So I definitely think my life would have been different in those respects I mean how would how would you done your life different if you hadn't thought about your appearance (laughs) well I think the economy would you know be well it would go downhill really because we wouldn't be buying makeup and things like that but um anything like that or you know fashionable clothes and things like that we wouldn't have fashion week um but that's not about me (laughs) um (laughs) that was a bit deep as well um just change the whole world Rosie why not Okay, so how would my life differ if I didn't think about my appearance or body image? Okay, so my life, like you, Amy, my life would be so much more carefree Mm. and I would probably be a lot happier. I'm not saying that I'm not happy now because I am a very happy person and I do have a very positive outlook on life, but I would be happier and more carefree. I wouldn't be comparing myself to the people I see on social media or on television. I would probably have a lot more money in my bank account because I wouldn't be spending so much on clothes, yeah. makeup and beauty products. Just, yeah, just like you, really. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, I'd be a lot more carefree if I wasn't so worried <laughs> about my body yeah. image. I kind of wish that I looked like these girls you know my friends the people that I saw on the street and as I grew up as I grew up I used to think that being skinnier would make me happy but actually losing weight and being skinnier yes it it make it can make you happy in a certain way but actually what makes you happy is being one with yourself and being happy on the inside and in your heart rather than the way that you look on the outside the way that you look on the outside, yeah, the, the way that you look on the outside is just a, an added extra, you know? Um, yeah, it's all about how you feel in your heart, I think. I do agree with that. I remember being at uni and I was I was probably three or four stone lighter than I am now then. Same, and... absolutely same. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I was, I had massive anxiety over uni and then the whole leotard thing came Mm. and I was, I went completely downhill with my body. Like I was doing anything and everything to try and lose weight. It was, 
quite a hard time in my life and then when I got my back injury I had to stop exercising and that's when I put the weight mm. on but I actually feel more confident and happier in myself you now got, yeah, now that well I've done. got my education and I've got my own school I know it's not been a great year but I feel like I've got more of myself and what I want to do and I'm hanging around with people that um give me these positive vibes and not in a in a class full of people that I don't relate to because I didn't always Mm -hmm. um so yeah that just kind of shows that you doesn't have to be you don't have to be more confident just because you're slimmer and look like everyone else yeah you can be happier in your own self absolutely it's just about loving yourself isn't it and I know it's hard not to compare yourself to others and I'd be lying if I said that I don't compare myself to others because I do. You walk down the street and I think, oh, mm. she's got a really nice backpack or that's that was such a random example. <laughs> I do look at people's backpacks because I, I really do love backpacks. Um, but, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't compare myself to others. And I think everyone in the world would be lying that said that they didn't compare themselves. So it's just about being mm. happy in yourself and actually yeah. not measuring your success against other people. Because we all we all value success differently, and other people's yeah. su- version of success might not is isn't going to be your version of success. So it's mm. just about focusing on you, isn't it? Is there anything that you do to try and stop yourself from doing that? Do you? Is it just giving yourself that self talk? Is it manifesting, or is it I don't know taking the time every week to work on yourself in another way? So I've deleted. Um, I've deleted certain people of social media, people that have mm-hmm. unrealistic body types, lots of people that Photoshop their images. I'm talking about influencers and celebrities. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm not saying boycott all influencers and celebrities, but for me no. personally, I don't want to see unrealistic body types on my newsfeed. I want to see real men and women that inspire each other and help each other grow. Yeah. So that's something that I've done during lockdown to help myself because like you said earlier Amy like I'm on Instagram most of the day I'm on Instagram until midnight like every night just scrolling (laughs) I know it's so ridiculous I'm so sad but just scrolling through because it never ends and like TikTok TikTok never ends um so that's something that I have done and I'm really glad that I've done it because looking at unrealistic body types makes me feel rubbish because you kind of think on one hand why don't I look like that but on the other hand yeah you're never going to achieve that naturally because mm. it's it's an unrealistic yeah. body type so that's that's one thing that I've done how, how about you I've done the same actually I mean I know we've talked about the Kardashians before but I had them all on <laughs> Instagram and constantly like obviously they pop up and whatever but now I actually just scroll past them I don't even bother looking at them I can't be asked. And I, I've kind of added people through suggestions from other places that talk mm. a lot more about being being kind to yourself, being kind to others, yeah, um, accepting who you are. I mean, I've got Stacey Solomon and I absolutely love her. She talks a lot mm-hmm. about being happy and being kind and um, being, what's the word, modest. And yeah. I, it's nice Humble. sometimes, just mm-hmm. yeah, just to have that that daily reminder like even though she's got this amazing incredible life she's really honest about her insecurities herself and then 
being positive so yeah I think it is about who you surround yourself with and not just completely only following people that like you say have got unrealistic body types for yourself yeah I I totally agree Amy kindness kindness (laughs) let me let me just rephrase that guys sorry (laughs) kindness wins every single time and as I've said I actually just said this previously but yeah the journey to loving oneself is the long one of the longest and hardest journeys to overcome our body image issues we first need to focus on what's in our minds rather than trying to fix in inverted commas our bodies always be kind keep an open mind and don't judge people on the way that they look create your own opinion based on what's inside someone's heart yeah I think we definitely want to come back to this topic when it comes to dancers and being a dance teacher. It's just too much to put in one episode. So um, we will explore it more and just delve into how this can really affect you in your career as a dancer. If you feel you are struggling with any of the symptoms surrounding body image or body dysmorphia, please contact a healthcare professional. A link to the NHS Psychological Therapy Services and the Young Minds Charity for Mental Health will be linked in our show notes. Oh, golly gosh, that was a bit deep, wasn't it? It was, oh my gosh! I feel like I had a full-on therapy session with you, Rosie. <laughs> well, it's it's nice, do you know what, I never, I would, it's funny because I never, I would never, I will very rarely discuss my body, the issues that I have about my body with people because I don't want people to notice them, but mm. I do think that it is important that we discuss these things because it's important that we're honest and because that's the kind of impression that we want to give to our listeners and stuff, isn't it? And do you know what? Hopefully, hopefully it will spark conversation. Hopefully it will spark conversations with our listeners to be open about things that are troubling them, if if anything. And hopefully it will open that conversation to talk about our bodies because yeah, there are bodies, you know? Nothing yeah. nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Our quote of the week is from Misty Copeland. I am such a big fan of hers. I don't know. Have you heard of Misty Copeland, Amy? No, I haven't, actually. Okay. So I'll give you a bit of background. Misty Copeland is an American dancer. And in 2015, she made history and became the first African-American female principal dancer with the prestigious American Ballet Theatre. Okay. So when Misty discovered ballet, she was living in a motel room with her five siblings and she is a true prodigy. She was dancing on point within three months of taking her first dance class and performing, I know, wow, and performing professionally in just over a year, a feat that is unheard of in any classical dancer. So she is a very, very talented lady. (laughs) so this week our quote from misty copeland is you can start late look different be uncertain and still succeed oh that's lovely that's a great quote isn't it and yeah this quote definitely will definitely resonate with our readers not readers we're not a magazine listeners sorry let me read it <laughs> let me read you from the beginning of that <laughs> readers who do you think i am we're not you know vogue are we um okay vogue, <laughs> vogue. <laughs> okay Woo. let me read you that sentence <laughs> 
this quote would definitely resonate with our listeners and basically resonates with everything we've mentioned in today's podcast as well as in our previous episodes we've spoken about body image today and we've spoken about confidence in previous podcasts as well and the certain expectations that are placed upon you as a professional working dancer and actually not just dancers certain expectations that men and women you know have from society your superpower is that there is no one else like you in the world Celebrate the things that make you unique. Focus on your own path and your own success instead of comparing yourselves to others. You can also find this quite on our Instagram at Backstage Confessions Podcast, along with more information about Misty Copeland and her life. Confession time! Yes! yes. So like I said at the beginning, I witnessed this. So yeah, very exciting. <laughs> so I'm going to try and say this, how she's written into us, as if she's anonymous and I don't know her. But then I'm going to okay. like chime in at my end with my own, <laughs> with what happened. <laughs> Wait, so. What actually happened? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. <laughs> So, okay. she's right. Hi girls, love the podcast. It's my weekly listen and I start listening when I'm lesson planning and I thought you'd want to hear Aww. my embarrassing moment. <laughs> yes, we do! <laughs> we had a parents watching week in the hall at, that we teach at the end of each term. There must have been about 30 parents in the room ready to watch and they all have primary aged children. We had two Bluetooth speakers set up at the each end of the stage and my assistant, which was me, hello, um, was fronting the dances. So I was stood at the back of the hall ready to do the music. So we had like a little DJ thing. We had already shown two dances and it was on our final performance. Mid-song, my phone rang and I saw it flash up on my phone screen. I saw it was my partner and this was unusual as he never used to call during work hours. So I decided to answer and took the phone call into the hallway as it could have been to do with our newborn baby. I answered I in the back room, outside of the hall. Do you know what's going to happen? I do. Um, <laughs> oh no. But there was no sound coming through at all. I tried to call him back, but there was no answer. So I decided to go back into the hall, knowing that the performance was likely to have finished by now. Oh my God. I was greeted by a lot of smiling faces, laughing children, and my assistant crying with laughter and trying to keep it together while giving the final speech to parents. Oh my God. <laughs> which was my part, which is really hard. I then went to speak to my assistant who explained to me that one of the speakers had connected to my phone call and all they could hear was my partner on the other end in a baby voice mimicking my newborn baby saying, hey mama, I miss you. Guess what? I've been smiling and pooping and farting. And gosh, no, oh who knows what God. else. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow yeah wow <laughs> it was just hilarious i mean <laughs> i don't even it makes me cry because obviously i know her and i know her partner so i can like just vision them doing it at the same time it's just so funny but yeah the way he was um saying <laughs> like the stuff about the baby he was doing like this really high pitched squeaky voice and 
Oh. You know, like they do in like a little baby voice. And yes. it was just so funny. Because obviously, we were, I think we were like just towards the end of the dance. They were doing like their final little thing, getting ready to do their pose. And one speaker was actually still the music. So you had the music and then you had like oh, this God. man talking in the other speaker. It was, yeah, it was hilarious. She was very oh embarrassed. Gosh. Bless her. Wow. I mean, that's the type of thing that you hear about on like you've been framed and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, so did the kids um did the sorry not kids did the pupils like they carried on dancing and everything was fine yeah. or did were they all laughing they they were kind of like you know when you're in your zone when you're dancing anyway I think they yeah. were they kind of like didn't clock onto it until they kind of got into their final pose and then oh. obviously you could hear the music had stopped and you could hear him going I won't say their name, but they're saying their name like, Amy, Amy, you there, Amy. <laughs> it was just so awkward. <laughs> and oh, I just kind no. of had to get up and like walk into the centre stage and be like, I don't know how to turn this speaker off, but I'm going to say thank you for coming. And it's going to be really embarrassed when she comes in. And like, I was just like trying to chat about the kids oh. just to buy some time before she came in. It's just, yeah. Wow. That is a really good confession. That is very, <laughs> that is shocking that is hilarious that's very embarrassing as well that sounds like something that yeah i would do <laughs> um, <laughs> wow that is a great confession thank you to the listener that sent that in we're really glad that you know you're listening to us when you're prepping your lesson plans and that we're kind of entertaining you and yeah your your confession has really entertained us <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories to tell oh fantastic well keep yeah keep them coming in you know we always want to hear more embarrassing hilarious confessions that's what we're all about yeah definitely amazing highlight of our week Once again, we've come to the end of the podcast, Rosie. Time flies, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I can't believe that we've just finished recording episode six. I mean, six. We've done six. I know. That's I know. And, yeah. Like you said, time does fly. We, you, well, we kind of started this in, mm, what month? I can't think. I don't know. <laughs> Beginning of February? beginning of i think they're right at the end of february the beginning of march because we launched on the 24th of march so we haven't even been like open for a month really i guess open Mm. we haven't been kind of active like a month so that's crazy and i've got some really good news just to add on to that uh, which we're going to be really happy about i've just logged on to buzzsprout which is our podcast provider (laughs) and in the last 30 days so actually we've we've only been active for um since the 24th and today's the 15th i don't know how many days that is i'm not very good at maths so we've had 200 downloads we've hit Whoa. 200 downloads oh yeah. my gosh so woo exciting really it's really yeah. cool isn't it when we log on and we're like oh few more listens and like in the grand scheme of things it's probably not a lot but to us it is (laughs) yeah oh my gosh no no it absolutely is 200 downloads and yeah thank you all so much for downloading subscribing rating um yeah thank you so 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 much honestly i I don't actually have the words (laughs) to be honest with you i'm just i'm really really happy 
And I'm really, really grateful to every single one of you because we see you all on social media, you know, commenting, liking, following, and we really, really appreciate you all. So thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so we would love to hear from our followers and we are always looking to engage with our listeners. So if you do have any questions or feedback or any scandalous, shocking or hilarious backstage confessions, you can reach us at Facebook or Instagram um, or both our names on social media or at Backstage Confessions Podcast. As always, sending lots of love from hashtag Backstage Confessions HQ. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you all next week for some more backstage shenanigans. <laughs> Bye! Bye. <laughs>